Hey folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Thank you for joining me on a Friday evening. Uh, yeah, I decided to do my program a little bit different uh, this evening. So I'm not going to be doing my radio program. I'm just going to join you here in a video feed. And I thought, you know what? Uh, as much crap as we hear out there, sometimes we just have to enjoy and sit back and take a look at just how freaking wacky it is out there. So I thought I would uh, start your evening, start your weekend off, right? Uh, Linda says it's a, a Friday dance party. Um, you know, some of those stuffs are really, really good. I'm uh, I'm surprised that they can do that. This one particular one, I don't know how they do it. Do you think that it's really Trump words that he's singing? I can't tell. I watch. Watch this. But every touch is It's true running You keep me coming For Miami There was hot from summer That sweet dripping off me Before I even knew her name It felt like Yeah No Sapphire and moonlight we did four hours in the sand to kill a sunrise. Her body fell right in my hands. Lang, lang, lang. It felt like lang, lang, lang. Yeah, I love it when you call. I, I think that's just brilliant. Somebody took incredible time to edit that. They did a little bit of auto-tuning in there, but I thought that was absolutely fantastic when I, I saw it. So there's a little bit of electronic manipulation. You're right. But it's really uh, funny because, as somebody said in chat when we were getting ready to do the program, look at all the great songs and look at all the great memes that have come out of this uh, war, right? It's, it's pretty interesting. So what I decided to do when I saw these is I thought that I should possibly, for this evening, maybe introduce potentially, we're just going to try it out, potentially, a new little bit of format where we just might start our weekends with a little more fun. And part of fun besides those music is just to look at all of the craziness that's going on out there that our government sanctions that's all around us, right? By the way, go ahead and share this, folks. Rumble it, uh, you know, hit that pound sign, get people in, uh, and look at some of the stuff that we now have to put up with that is should we say, agreeable to our government and society. So I'm going to take you through a few of these. I can't help but see them. I can't run away from them, you know, basically to be on top of the news or prepared. I got to understand this stuff. So you remember when I did my broadcast the other day and I talked about the Ministry of Truth and I gave you the history of the book, 1984, written in 1939. And I talked about how this ministry of truth and that book is now what we have with our government has set up basically their own ministry of truth. They have put into a law enforcement position a extreme liberal that is going to help fight the disinformation out there. Now, I exposed her for what she was that this is a hardcore liberal activist that absolutely hates 
anything conservative and Donald J. Trump. I also kind of alluded to she was in a band, so she, she fancies herself a supporter. She has a band called uh, Screaming Myrtles or something like that after a Harry Potter character, you know, moaning Mer uh, Myrtle in the bathroom, the ghost that hangs around in the bathroom. I'm not afraid to shame. I love Harry Potter movies. Anyway, that's who I would love to get on the show, is I'd love to get J.K. Rowling on the show with as much crap as she's taken from the transgender folks. But another topic. Anybody knows her, point her my way. I'd love to interview her. Anyway, well, let me uh, show you a little bit of this Nina, who is now going to be enforcing a riding roughshod for Department of Homeland Security over disinformation. And basically, she thinks anything conservative is disinformation. Uh, watch this. Information laundering is really quite ferocious It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious By saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious It's how you hide a little lie It's how you hide a little lie It's how you hide a little hide a little lie When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain They're laundering disinfo and we really should take note And not support their lies with our this is the point of the show we're going to say we're kidding we're making all of this up it's not really happening in the country you were born in but it is happening that's now a law enforcement official it's also the person you just saw an individual who brags about getting a master's degree from georgetown university in case you're wondering if the entire academic credentialing machine that sustains america's ruling class is in fact a joke spoiler alert yes it is a joke that is uh definitely mental illness I told you she was a rabid liberal, and that is, <laughs> Carol says, you just ruined freaking Mary Poppins for me. I'm so sorry about that. When I saw that, right, when I saw that, it just, you know, it is, like you're saying, it's cringeworthy. And so that's part of the reasons I decided just to show you some of these videos that are out there. And what we have allowed to seep into our culture and predominantly what the media and the left has forced on us. So, you know, I did several shows on Twitter and Elon Musk, and I talked about him basically trying to give free speech back. Well, as part of that, uh, the left is going absolutely nuts because now they have determined, since Elon wouldn't uh, didn't wanted to take it private, let everybody talk and not control the talk, that he is just one evil dude. Now, there's something very familiar about the look of these people that have meltdowns. You can kind of like ID these people in the room. It's pretty funny. Watch this. Well, it looks like Twitter's gone. They accepted the money. And Elon Stalin is taking over. So fuck you, Twitter, and goodbye forever, you insane Q-like forum. Or soon to be insane like Q-like forum. Peace out. Bye. Elon Musk, this is directly to you. Enjoy Twitter. I just deactivated mine. I will not be reactivating it. Enjoy. I deactivated my account and deleted the app. That's what I think of it. Fuck Elon Musk.
Today, Twitter has announced that they've been bought by Elon Musk, or however you say his name. Um, I'm not interested in staying on Twitter anymore because of this, and I think there's a lot of people that are about to leave. So I just wanted to let everyone know that you can find me here. I'm going to also share this on Twitter before I deactivate my account so that anyone who wants to follow me can find me here as well. Hey, I did a thing today. I deactivated my Twitter account. You can too. <laughs> I can only help but pantomime to these idiots. <laughs> Uh, they get on, they get on Twitter to profess <laughs> they're going to leave Twitter and they, I got to notify these people. I want all of you to know I'm leaving Twitter. So all of the 12 of you follow me, go over here. <laughs> these people are nuts, right? Who cares? Who cares? Is that not narcissism at its worst? Who cares? It just means one less troll out there. But the problem is they cannot accept this. They cannot accept that maybe we go back to just a level level playing ground anymore, that, that you can have both sides. These people relish in... Um, <laughs> Having some sort of control, it's like I've said before, it's like the people that never had a control want control and they literally, right? It, they, they, they literally get a little taste of it and then it's wow, right? And so it's all, it's all become uh, nuts-ola, right? Nuts-ola. And these people are being held up on a pedestal from a wackadoodle standpoint, they all kind of have the same thing. They all kind of have this look or they got facial body piercings or they got colored hair. I've got more colored hair coming for you. But you can now kind of tell these people are taken over. Now, part of what is causing this is our government sanctions this. Okay? Our government sanctions this stuff. So I'm going to play for you a little ditty, about a minute, 40 seconds, from our Department of Education. And they are having a discussion regarding how this gender-bending sexuality stuff should be discussed with your kids. They're having a session, a training session, on how to do it. Optically, I want to warn you, optically, some of these people in the little Brady Bunch photo are not what they appear to be. Play, pay close attention to their descriptions and their rationale, and the party of science wants nothing to do with science. Ladies, watch your ovaries and your eggs. Be careful. A classroom, we need to be a stickler for inclusive language in any conversation and especially in the content that we teach. I'd like to give some examples from my content, which is science. I've mostly taught 
biology and when we're teaching about life and living things, we need to be clear that we're including all living things, including all people in that. And so I want to offer one resource that I'm going to drop in the chat from my uh, website. So me and uh, three other, me and two other uh, trans identified uh, high school teachers put together a language guide. Our site is called genderinclusivebiology.com. And some things that we come up on a lot are for teaching about um, cell division or reproduction. A lot of textbooks, a lot of existing teaching will say, well, women produce eggs. Um, males are more likely to be colorblind. Um, the mother carries the fetus for this many months. And some ways that we can show our support for trans and non-binary students are just to clean up that language, be more precise. We can be more accurate and be more inclusive. So I would say, no, it's not women that produce eggs, it's ovaries that produce eggs. That's accurate, that's precise. We're acknowledging that not all women produce eggs and also not all egg producers are women, for example. And we're teaching students that language matters. We're not just talking about uh, imaginary people and living things that our language impinges on the people in our classroom and in our community. Um, <laughs> so let me explain this. I dug a little bit deeper into it. This is a biology teacher that is not what he, she looks like, technically, basically trying, they're trying to use, you know, you, you do have some amphibians where the males can harbor or generate the eggs. And so now they're going to use that as well. Males can produce eggs. And so they'll kind of go to the a different spectrum <laughs> to do it. The top left was a little boy that's participating in this form. And as you saw it, it him didn't really look like a little boy, no offense, but they are doing training sessions all across our country to normalize this, to normalize this all across our country and in our schools. And I just think it's ironic that the party that says those freaking conservatives won't follow the science and they do this. And then they're the party that is supposed to be for women saying, well, I don't even, I'm not a biologist. I don't know what the definition of a woman. And in that you were hearing from a teacher that teaches biology, pretty close to a biologist, basically kind of equating that uh, we're fish now. Uh, I would, if I'd have heard that and not known the stuff behind it, I would have thought it was a goof off or a special ed class. Somebody was just screwing around with each other. But it's not. This is what they're teaching in our schools. Now it has ramifications. I don't think many people know how far this has gone in our school system. So when I come back, I'm going to dive into some of these teachers I've been telling you about over time. I've never really put together the videos so you can see them, but I put them together and uh, I am going to show you some of the teachers that are teaching your preschoolers, kindergartens, elementaries, and high schools. And what the media is now pushing out on this. Be prepared. It's going to be a wacky ride. I'll be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. 
Jovan will be right back. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-America network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Jovan, HuttonPulitzer.Locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.Locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut, cut the, the crap. Here's Jovan. Now you have a little bit of a visual detail to put with it of why I call my program Cut the Crap, because when you take culture and race and you mix it with American politics, politicians kind of hijack it, take it over and want to put people in little containers and little groups. This is whack. All of these things are whack. But what I showed you before this is mild compared to what I'm going to show you now. I want to show you how deep and how far this nastiness goes. 
I uh, showed you the, the school board wanting to learn how to talk about this with kids in school, how to position it. They're writing textbooks about it. Let me show you here. This is a another person that is not what they optically seem. And this is a kindergarten teacher. Watch this. So this one is about pronouns. Now I'm going to start with a preface that you should be talking to your students about pronouns. Everyone has a pronoun and you shouldn't be assuming what they are. Just like you shouldn't assume what someone's name is, right? Like if I went up to you and I was like, hey, George, and you're like, no, my name's Kyle. And I said, no, it's George. And you were like, no, it's Kyle. And then I responded by saying, no, I can tell by the way I, that you look that you're a George. That would be ridiculous. And that's how ridiculous you sound when you assume people's pronouns. But I figure that anyone following my page already knows that and is already talking about pronouns with their students. So the real tip on how to be more inclusive in your classroom is to stop calling them preferred pronouns. That's horrible. My pronouns aren't a preference. I don't prefer that you call me she, her. It's not a preference. It's my gender. Please respect it. They are my pronouns. They are not my preferred pronouns. They are my pronouns. So in your classroom, just start calling them pronouns. Stop using the word prefer as if, you know, your gender is a preference. It's not. Well, see, that's part of the lie. There is no such thing as gender. There is your sex, which are either male or female. Gender is the mishmash debate that they get in, right, uh, to try to describe all this other stuff. It's all about word salad. Uh, well, they have word salad and word sausage. The sausage part might offend you, so you go to the word salad side, or the salad might offend you, you go to the word sausage side. But it's all the same thing, right? These people just don't get it in many ways. Like Tim says, I just prefer they shut up. <laughs> but this is the stuff they are pushing on to our children. They are pushing it onto our children. And they are teaching this in schools. It's 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 worse than you can imagine. And it's not only teachers. Sometimes the parents are infected with this too. But uh, let me show you a, inside a classroom. I think this is a good way to show you inside a classroom some of the things our children, our grandchildren are exposed to that we might not even know because maybe we haven't even set foot in there. Take a look at this to the conservative news source that wrote an article about me that seemed really focused on the flags I have in my classroom. Um, there's a couple of things you missed actually in here. The first thing you missed is all 13 principles of the Black Lives Matter movement hung up um, at the top of my wall here because I want my students to know that that flag is not just a decoration, but that we actually live out these principles in our everyday life. You definitely missed my smaller posters, including this one about getting vaccinated, about voting, all these ones I have from Jay Salazar that are black historical figures. Man, you missed a lot, including some of the memorabilia and awards I've won as Michigan Teacher of the Year. But like, go off about my flags. I Um, I don't, I personally would call this radical, being radical, radical, you know, they have these kids doing Black Lives Matter marches in 
the the classrooms in the hallways they're making them design posters they don't even know what it is and they're marching the kids around the hallways doing mock protest they're forcing it on our children now tina said oh my god that woman needs to be fired i was once uh made because they told kids ketchup and jelly were fruit and vegetable were mad fruit and jello uh, vegetables with no recognition of the sugar bombardment tina the joke of that is that wasn't a woman biologically female was the gender she chose and that's part of what's going on in the schools but it's not only the teachers sometimes the parents are so eat up with this as well that i think in many circles just like the disney circle you saw the whatever president or executive of disney had a four-year-old or a six-year-old or a six and a seven-year-old i can't remember but both of her kids are transgender right like i think their names were starlight and moonbeam i'm not far off right but they I think the left has embraced this and it's the new badge of honor. It's kind of like, a, I got a BMW, I have this right pin, I have this house and I have a transgender kid. Listen to this mom who is upset with uh, pediatricians. Pediatrician number two. After I fired pediatrician number one, I asked another mom of a trans kid who lives locally for a pediatrician recommendation and she gave me one. Aside from incessant misgendering from her whole staff, she also said in front of my child that I needed to mourn the loss of my daughter in front of my nine-year-old transgender child. That's something you never say, by the way. In addition, she then refused to write a letter for his name change, um, stating the fact that he is too young to know himself and refused to connect with his therapist and his endocrinologist. She was the chief of staff at our local hospital. Not only was she disrespecting my son's knowledge of his own self, but she's also disrespecting me. This is the feelings brigade. And I think sometimes these parents are pushing this on their kids. I think sometimes um, it's hip to have this. I think some parents uh, want to be cool and hip. Well, hey, I have a transgendered kid. Well, how do you know? Well, I, I saw him look at his sister's Barbie, so I made him wear a dress. I, I brought him out. I set him free. It's not only that this is now a badge of honor. It's this is being... So imagine this push-pull we have going on. We have a government. Some of the highest officials in our governments is a dude with a dong that won top female or whatever female of the year, right? So you can imagine when this is pushed at the top of the government all the way down to schools in the, at the bottom, now you have this triangulation in between this push-pull and the media perpetuates this. Now we talked about, it might have even been today, my days run together and seem like weeks, but we talked about Netflix losing 20% of their value. They have a new show called He's Pregnant, which is a guy that is a girl who gets pregnant, but she wants to be a guy. 
and her life becomes a crisis because now everybody realizes he's pregnant. These people are so disconnected with reality, and, and we'll take uh, that Netflix one, lost 20%. That show had to do with it, but they released this new show because, you know, it's Disney, uh, excuse me, Discovery Netflix. Here's their new streaming show they're very proud of. Listen and watch very carefully. This is highly disturbing. Welcome to the Pink Palace, my lovely friends. I first discovered drag at 13. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted it. Put on the wig and the makeup, and I'm someone completely different. I'm so pretty! My drag name is Vanessa Shimmer, and she is just a force you cannot reckon with. How do I parent a child that wants to do drag? I never expected drag to be a part of our lives. Oh my god, these are so cute. These are problems I never thought I had to prepare for. What I love about drag is the glitz and the glam. My name is Noah, and I'm transgender. Have you talked to mom and dad about the pictures? What do you think of taking those photos down? It's a constant reminder that we had to pretend I was a boy. Do you think a mom would ever want to watch me do drag? How do I explain this to my child that she doesn't fully accept novella? Making friends has been a hard thing for me to do. When I'm becoming emo, Whoa. become more confident. Let me make sure you are appropriately fluffed. <laughs> this transition has been difficult for them, but they try, and that's all you can ask for. It's important for kids to understand that they're not alone. So my mom started Dragutan. Kids and their families are coming from all over the country where we get to be our true selves. Oh God, this is happening. It's Vanessa Shimmer! This is a place of love and support because we need that in this world. This is me and you better like it. So this is what they're selling to our children. I find that highly disturbing when I look at that one little boy who is 13, his voice is changing. And they're trying everything they can do to make that little boy a little girl. And this is putting it out there. And some of these kids, and I'm going to replay it when I come back. But some of these kids, especially the first one you saw with the pink room, Welcome to the Pink Palace, he started when he was seven, as I understand his story. They let him travel on the road with a drag roadshow. Many times unsupervised. This is beyond the pale that this is pushing it so hard, but this is the grand illusion collusion that works to destroy our nation. It really works to destroy our nation. 
Uh, I believe it's grooming myself, and I believe it's child abuse. Pimping their kids out, right? This is some pretty cringy stuff. I'm going to take a break. We're going to catch our breath after that one. I'm going to play it again because I just want you to rewatch it with a new set of eyes and take it in. I'll be right back right after this. The last segment of the program is coming up next. And if you haven't shared cut the crap with your friends in social media, now is the time to do it. Just think how much more power we all would have in saving our great country if everyone knew the truth about what really goes on behind their backs and learned how to tell the system to cut the crap. We'll be right back after this. Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-America network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. So, folks, I, I know many of you find this highly disturbing. The reason I show this to you is most of these are on the TikTok platform, which is bigger than Twitter and Facebook internationally. This is what the international community sees is going on in the United States of America right now. This is a huge global push, I believe, to undermine the United States of America. And why this is being amplified is typical of what globalists or the left does. They will use the parties they need, use them up to get them to their end game, 
which is control. If you understand the Middle East and the people that hate America, the Middle East, they are taught by their leaders and in their schools that America is the great Satan. In many of these countries, homosexuality is a crime punishable by death. Number one, I do not have any issue at all with anybody's sexuality. Because your sexuality is not your identity. Our society makes it your identity. That's where it goes wrong. With consenting adults, I do not care. It's none of my business. And nobody should know anyway. It just doesn't matter. But can you imagine around the globe when people see this stuff and see what America is putting out, why these evil people are leading us down the path to convince the world that America is not great, that America is diseased, that America is the great Satan. At the same time, they're teaching in our schools that America, that capitalism is bad, that conservatism is bad, there is no such thing as God, and they're removing the kids from the parents, teaching you don't need the parents. This is all part of the grand plan. This is why I always talk to you about that unholy trinity between government, media, and academia. I want to replay that for you. Remember that Net, uh, Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter. A lot of it was people walking away for programming like this. And uh, this is in the same production family. And this is one of their shows they're highly promoting. Uh, they're doing uh, engagements at schools. Teachers are sharing this. But this is what they're sharing. They're glamorizing this is the new way to get attention. This first boy is quite popular in his stuff and what he does. Uh, his parents just supported. He goes all over. Not that you shouldn't support the child, but this little boy was doing drag shows when he was seven. I think there's just something wrong with that because this little boy is in a room with grown men. Just like it's no big deal. He's just one of the gang. And to me, that's a very dangerous situation, an abusive situation that could be taken advantage of really quick. And it's just dangerous for this little boy. But rewatch this again. I think I think it's glamorized. I think the, the parents are glamorized for this. I think putting them on a television series glamorizes it. I think the one real thin, frail little boy is, is totally devastating and struggling with it. His voice is changing. I, I can see just the pain in the eyes trying to figure this out. This is a mess. Watch again. Welcome to the Pink Palace, my lovely friends. I first discovered drag at 13. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted it on the wig and the makeup and I'm someone completely different. I'm so pretty! My drag name is Vanessa Shimmer and she is just a force you cannot reckon with. How do I parent a child that wants to do drag? I never expected drag to be a part of our lives. Oh my god, these are so cute. These are problems I never thought I had to prepare for. What I love about drag is the glitz and the glam. My name is Noah, and I'm transgender. Have you talked to mom and dad about the pictures? 
What do you think of taking those photos down? It's a constant reminder that I had to pretend I was a boy. Do you think Ama would ever want to watch me do drag? How do I explain this to my child that she doesn't fully accept novella? Making friends has been a hard thing for me to do. When I'm becoming Nemo, Whoa. become more confident. Let me make sure you are appropriately fluffed. <laughs> this transition has been difficult for them, but they try, and that's all you can ask for. It's important for kids to understand that they're not alone. So my mom started Dragiton. Kids and their families are coming from all over the country where we get to be our true self. Oh God, this is happening. It's Vanessa Shimmer! This is a place of love and support because we need that in this world. This is me and you better like it. Generation drag. Not a few drag kids. Generation drag. Now, in the midst of all of these people out there that are participating in this, there are many predators. And the predators come in all shapes and sizes. And they are now trying to undo that being a pedophile, preying on children, is not a pedophile, but something that is just should be allowed because all you are is a minor attracted person. There's a movement afoot to do away with the word. Remember, they'll change the words to suit their needs, to do away with the words pedophile and replace it with minor attracted person. Here is a professor that uh, speaks on this and promotes it. And again, the person visually is not what they seem. So much for that question. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Um, I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. Uh, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to it doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. They will equivocate and try to justify anything they can. What makes a pedophile a pedophile is being sexually attracted to and engaging in sexual acts with minors. This is the movement because it's stigmatizing. This is all feeling society. Don't call me that. Hurt my feelings. Don't say that. You're bad. This is why there's a war on words. I'm going to play that one again for you. Listen again. Thanks so much for that question. 
Um, I use the term minor attractive person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Um, I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. Uh, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to it doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. Um, okay. Now, if you don't think this is starting very young, and if you don't think this is a triangulation to turn people more into property and disassociate with parents or everything, let me share with you a preschool teacher's discussion on how do you talk to preschoolers about gender and their genitalia. Here's a developmentally appropriate way to talk to toddlers about bodies and gender. You know the body parts that your diaper or your panties or your underwear cover? Those are called privates. Everyone has privates. Private means that they belong to you and only you. In the front, everybody has genitals, but there are different kinds of genitals. Some genitals are called a penis. Some are called a vulva. Others look maybe a little bit like each in some ways, or kind of like neither, or somewhere in between. People with those kind of genitals are called intersex. When babies are born, parents sometimes guess their gender based on their genitals. They tend to guess boy for babies who have a penis and girl for babies who have a vulva. Sometimes parents guess wrong though, and that's okay. Everybody makes mistakes sometimes. People whose parents guessed wrong about their gender are called transgender. I'm, I, I can't reconcile She's talking about having a discussion with a child in a diaper that wants to know what gender am I? I yeah, I just I just don't think this happens. <laughs> I just don't think this happens. I would go nuts if I had a child, a grandchild in preschool, and a teacher is talking to them about their genitalia or trying to explain to them, well, your parents could have it wrong. This is an undoing of parents. This is an undoing of facts. This is an undoing of every moral fiber of society, right? And I'm a pretty flexible guy, but this stuff is... Horrible. Now, 
what leads to this confusion is if you take a person that's messed up to begin with and they believe in this stuff, then it becomes their religion as well. They adopt an, uh, uh, an ideology that allows them to justify anything. And I don't think kids, a kids in a diaper is going to ask anything around that, right? And they don't uh, ask this stuff, and you're right, unless somebody has led them to that. But this is creating confusion. So you see it in the classrooms and everything else. Let me show you a, another one of these confused people explaining why uh, parents have it wrong and you can't tell the sex of somebody by their sex organs. Watch this. A lot of anti-abortion advocates are also seemingly really into the idea of finding out their child's sex really early on. And I think this is because of this like underlying cultural idea that gender confers humanity. And, you know, if you're against people aborting fetuses, you need to construct them as like fully people. And one of the mechanisms to do so is by inferring, by putting gender on them. So like, you know, we often call fetuses like it, or we call even early babies, we often call it, you know, babies like it, it's crying because it's like not quite gotten gender and it's not quite become a person, but like a lot of conservatives who are really anti-abortion and really pro-reproduction, they're obsessed with gendering their children before they're even born. So they come into a world fully gendered because it's like how to humanize them and to stop people from being able to have safe access to abortions. <laughs> All I can say is that some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and this is literally um, what they're teaching in school. <laughs> and this is literally ignorance, total ignorance. And then they get upset if you don't accept what they decide for themselves. Whether you're looking at them and you know this is it, um, you know, it's like, dude, you're a dude. You're, you know, you, you got a wanker. It's a dude, right? And it's like that one teacher. Well, you don't call him George if you call him Frank or whatever. Look, if I'm hanging with somebody called George and then all of a sudden I see George is naked and George got a jungle, if you know what I mean, I'm going to go, George, I thought you were a dude kind of thing. It's This is the stupidest stuff ever. But this is dehumanizing. And this person actually thinks that people call babies it. I agree with you. What the fuck? Right? Just what the hell? And that they say that when the baby comes out, they can't, you can't say they're a boy or a girl because they're not fully developed yet and they don't even know. You're right. These parents have failed their children. Our school system has failed our children. I had one that I considered playing for you, and it was a woman saying she doesn't care about fetuses, fetuses, serve them up. She says, hell, you can. You can burn them for fuel. You can fry them up. You can deep fry them. You, it was the most horrible thing. But I decided to end with one that just kinds of 
and you're right, Deborah. This is ignorance masquerading as moral superiority. Super superiority. I, I saved what I think is the worst one and the funniest one for last. This is a person that is so caught up in her lunacy that she's having a meltdown, right? She's having a meltdown because her doctor wouldn't accept what she, he, it, believed it was. I'm going to play it for you twice. It's that good. Listen to this one. I had a gynecologist appointment today to um, get an Explanon implant in my arm, and uh, which is birth control, by the way. Uh, and my gynecologist is usually pretty um, respectful. I've only had two appointments, but, uh, you know, she's respected me as a trans person. Well, today, as I was checking out for my appointment, I was standing right there in front of her and she starts talking to the woman that's the the nurse that's checking me out and she misgendered me right in front of me. I didn't say anything because it was 10 o'clock in the morning. That's early for me and just didn't seem worth it. Maybe I'll confront her in my next appointment in six months if I remember. gynecologist appointment today to um, get an Explanon implant in my arm and uh, which is birth control by the way uh, and my gynecologist is usually pretty um, respectful I've only had two appointments but uh, you know she's respected me as a trans person well today as I was checking out for my appointment I was standing right there in front of her and she starts talking to the woman that's the the nurse that's checking me out and she misgendered me right in front of me i didn't say anything because it was 10 o'clock in the morning that's early for me and just didn't seem worth it maybe i'll confront her in my next appointment in six months if i remember so all i can say is you know i think that we could probably take this lunacy out of mind compared with this transism where we could probably do a pretty good like entertainment show do you think the coconut nut is a giant nut if you eat too much you get very fat now the coconut nut is a big big nut but this delicious nut is not a nut, it's the cocoa fruit. It's the cocoa fruit of the cocoa tree. Of the cocoa tree. From the cocoa palm family. <laughs> that is so believable for our mail order maladministration is right there. That's a prime example, folks. That's a prime example. There is our president of the United States, selected, not elected, and they support this stuff. And they're pushing it through schools because it is to destroy the fiber of the United States of America. It is coconut. Coconut, coconut, coconut. 
Singing coconuts, nuts, singing coconuts. One that has nuts that doesn't want nuts, singing about nuts with a coconut. Oh man, this is, I'm telling you, so you, you, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you cannot make this stuff up. You really can't make this stuff up. I just have to laugh at that. Somebody making that song. Here is a dude with nuts swearing is a woman that got most important <laughs> whatever of the year. <laughs> Uh, some sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. <laughs> oh, there you go. What happens when these trans guys go to a gynecologist? That's this is how far it's <laughs> this is how far it's going, right? And uh, some of these some of these things are weird, and I I I just do this because. This is how far that this agenda agenda has gone. The one on the left has nuts, doesn't want nuts, wants to ignore the nuts, singing about nuts with the nuts on the right. The coconut nut is a giant nut. If you eat too much, you get very fat. Now, the coconut nut is a big, big nut, but this delicious nut is not a nut. It's the cocoa fruit. It's the cocoa fruit of the cocoa tree. Of the cocoa tree from the cocoa palm family. And and our is that the <laughs> oh shit I am so sorry oh man <laughs> these should be. People in our administration. <laughs> oh shit! 
I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God, I'm hurting. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I think we mentioned something funny. Is not only the stupid ass me, <laughs> but it's just the lunacy of what they support. And one of these guys has nuts, seeing my nuts, and wants us to ignore his nuts. The coconut nut is a giant nut. If you eat too much, you get very fat. Now the coconut nut is a big, big nut, but this delicious nut is not a nut. It's the cocoa fruit. It's the cocoa fruit of the cocoa tree. Of the cocoa tree from the cocoa palm family. I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> oh, man. If that's not nuts, <laughs> I don't know what it is. And it's sad. <laughs> so ridiculously sad that... Um... <laughs> Shit, I can't catch my breath. Now I'm snotting all over my microphone. You're right. Say goodnight, Dick. Where did you go? afraid to stand up and speak out but not you you've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap what can i do to help save the america i love and the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap cut the crap's not just a radio program it's a movement the right kind of movement which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership 
where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. The choice is yours. I hope you join me. Click on the link below to take advantage of this exclusive, limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. The coconut nut is a giant nut. If you eat too much, you get very fat. Now, the coconut nut is a big, big nut, but this delicious nut is not a nut. It's the cocoa fruit. It's the cocoa fruit of the cocoa tree. Of the cocoa tree. From the cocoa palm family. Like, oh, la, 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 yeah, no, so far and moonlight, we 
minutes or hours in the sand She killed a sunrise Her body fit right in my hands Lang, lang, lang It felt like cool Lang, lang, lang Yeah, I love it when you call But you know what? If we lost the election, we know when we lose. If I lost the election, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Seriously. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. Get the routers. Come on, Kelly, we can get those routers. Those routers. Wow. If you got those routers, what that will show. And they don't want to give up the routers. They are fighting like hell. Why are these commissioners fighting not to give the routers? How simple could it be? That will tell the truth. And they don't want to give up the routers. What are they trying to hide? And I say it, and I'll say it, because the easiest way of cheating is to throw them away. That's easier. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. It's so unfair. It's so unfair, it's so ridiculous. I, I'll be honest though, look, we all like to win. If I lost this election, I could handle it pretty easily. What? Run in 24, sir, you're gonna win. And I say, wait a minute, I just won six months ago. The big lie, they call it. Those trends are unproven. And knowing what happened in the election is a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. Get if you think about cancel, everything about cancel culture, they want cancel culture. But what they don't want to do is anything having to do with the 2020 election. We have no press. We have no voice. They almost got away with it. They may have gotten away with it. And I've got to tell you, I've got to say this. I've never said it before, but I've always thought it. I get along with Putin because that's a good thing, not a bad thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we got to get those routers, please. Get up! Get up! <laughs>